Niching is obviously very important, especially when you're starting out. I've tried a jack of all trades, master of none approach in the past, and it's a bit tough to do that without traction. I'd say the more of an audience you have, more of a community you've built up already, the more leeway you have to be experimental or try different things. Welcome to Rep Your Brand, a podcast for B2B marketers who are looking to build their career through a strong personal brand. Rep Your Brand is hosted by Nick Bennett, one of LinkedIn's top voices on field marketing and personal branding. In each episode, Nick captures stories on how to overcome the challenges marketers face with growing their brand. So if you're a marketer looking to open doors and create opportunities that you never thought were possible, then listen in to get tangible tips and strategies to build your very own personal brand. Hello and welcome to another episode of Rep Your Brand, a podcast for B2B marketers looking to build their careers through a strong personal brand. I'm Nick Bennett. This podcast is brought to you by my friends at Motion. They're a done-for-you podcasting service for scrappy marketing teams in B2B tech. They're two of the nicest guys around and the work that they do is truly world-class. You can find them at motionagency.io. And today... I am super pumped because our guest is Ding Zhang, part of the marketing team over at Dooley. Shout out to Dooley, but also the sales rapper. Ding, what is up, man? How's it going, Nick? Dude, I've been like, I mean, you and I talked when you agreed to do this. I was like, oh man, like you have such an interesting story. And so I want to kind of like dig into that. But like, First, let's level set. Like, let's give people the 30,000 view, foot view of like, who is Ding? Give us a little bit of your background. Certainly, Nick. It's a huge pleasure to be here. I'm a big fan of the show, big fan of your content on LinkedIn. So it's nice. We're getting the content intersection right here. Bit of background on Ding. I am a failed musician turned salesperson, turned marketer, turned back to musician. What I mean by that is I've been doing music. Rapping, sound engineering, singing, songwriting for about 14 years. Took a brief hiatus in between as I was graduating school. Put the music career on hold. Wasn't working out at the time. Went into sales. Transitioned towards more of a SaaS type of role. Eventually changed careers again. Lost my job during COVID. And that's when I stumbled into the world of B2B marketing, personal branding. And now just along this journey, I've been able to re-leverage the music side, the rap side, back in to make really differentiated, highly differentiated, tailored, interesting content for B2B brands. I love that. I love that. And so, you know, it's interesting because I feel like between you and Ryan, like the whole team over at Dooley, I feel like you guys just put out like music videos all the time. I'm like... That's a requirement. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Nah, for real though, it's awesome. And so I want to kind of get your thoughts on this. Like what's your definition of a personal brand? Oh man, that's a good one. So I think I look at personal brand a little differently than most B2B marketers because of the background in music and coming up through the industry, right? A&Rs, labels, what have you, these artist development people will tell you, hey, work on your brand, work on your brand. For the longest time, I didn't know what that meant, right? I thought it was just, oh, is it posting on social media? Is it having photos, like photo shoots, music videos? I I think it's more than that, right? It's the general encompassing view of what you are. And I think you can drill down deeper, right? Who are you to your fans? Who are you to just everyone in general? But I think ultimately a personal brand is an online or a metaversal 
reflection of what third parties perceive you as. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, going down that path, like, so obviously you rap, you crush it, you put out videos on LinkedIn. And there's not many people, I mean, Ryan does it a little bit, but like, I feel like you do it a lot more. You were just at Saster riding around rapping. You were at the Alice booth, like coming by rapping. And like, it was such a cool activation. Like, what do you want people to remember you as? Like, what's your journey of like building your brand on LinkedIn, doing everything that you do? What do you want to be remembered as? I think there's two main parts of that. One is having come up in a larger company at Yelp previously, and not necessarily due to the environment there, but due to my perception of what freshly graduating from school, hey, what does a corporate professional look like, right? And I really toned down a lot of the things that made me me, namely stop doing music, right? Or start dressing in a very conservative way. And I think that if I'm able to do what I do right now, inject more creativity into the tech space, into B2B, right? Hopefully blazing a path for more people like us who are creators and creatives to express ourselves more freely. Like I think, Nick, what you do, having a podcast, posting about your personal brand on LinkedIn, doing the opposite of gatekeeping, breaking it down for others, right? I think it's our visions are similarly aligned in that way. I want to be able to help more creators, not just get this our space more creative and fun and humanized, but also encourage more creators to be themselves. I, I love that. It's so interesting because like, I feel like some people just, they get stuck up on like not wanting to create and like, what led you to know that personal branding, building an audience, whatever you want to call it, what was important? Like what clicked for you? I'd say interestingly, there's two pieces of that. So there was a point in my AE journey where I sold against a couple of products with very strong brands in our ICP, which made prospecting difficult during that time as a competitor with a weaker foothold in terms of brand awareness and kind of value association, if you will. So from a seller's point of view, that very firmly ingrained that into me. So now as a marketer, right, I could reflect back on my sales experience and say, hey, this stuff is important. Here's the right way to go about it, right, in a way that's conducive towards pipeline, towards close one revenue. From the musician's angle, I would say that the biggest needle mover was seeing, because over a decade plus music career, you have a lot of friends, connections that come and go, right? And the ones that stick, the ones that are successful, one very prevalent trend that I've noticed is they've all done a good job of building their brand, cultivating their audience and community. That's, yeah. I mean, I, you bring up a good point about community too. It's like, I mean, we're both active in a lot of communities that are out there. And it's like, do you think community and personal brand truly go together? Like, can you have one without the other? I mean, you can, but like, do you feel like it's more beneficial to have both collectively working towards like that one goal? I think you can have a brand without community, but to have a personal brand, community helps a lot. Uh, Cause I think a personal brand, it goes beyond, Hey, wh who's the sales rapper, right? Or, or who's, you know, director of ABM field marketing Alice, right? It's who's Ding and who's Nick. Right. I think that's the power of the personal brand. Yep. Absolutely agree. What are your thoughts on staying niche with the content that you post? Like, I mean, obviously, I mean, I feel like between Twitter and LinkedIn, you kind of like you go hard on like some things and it's just like, it's nothing wrong with it. Like me, like I try to kind of like sometimes not go as crazy, but like 
I don't know. What are your thoughts on like that, like staying niche? Like how can marketers carve a path for themselves, especially as more people get active on, on LinkedIn, say? Right. I think niching is obviously very important, especially when you're starting out. I've tried a jack of all trades, master of none approach in the past. And it's a bit tough to do that without traction. I'd say the more of an audience you have, more of a community you've built up already, the more leeway you have to be experimental or try different things. Just not in the sense that it's less of a you earn the right to do it. It's more that you have the sample size to effectively test, right? If, if you have a very small audience following you, you might not always get an accurate representation of what the audience that you're trying to serve is looking for. Yeah, no, that's, that's true too. And I think nothing is perfect, obviously. I mean, we all like as content creators, you all wish like everything would be perfect every single day, but on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, what are you finding to be your biggest challenge or challenges and how are you overcoming it from like building your brand for yourself? I would say that just dealing with the normal fluctuations of rented audiences, I think is there are points and I, I bring up the clubhouse example a lot, right? Obviously there is a point where I was running multiple thousand people rooms with major celebrities and it was at the time, I thought, hey, this is awesome. I could just build my entire business on this platform. But as usership rates change on that third-party app, right, where I don't have access to that much of the audience anymore, it's now kind of a defunct lead channel for me, which is fine, but that's year two growing pains, right? And, and then now figuring out how to at least diversify or circumvent any pitfalls of being too closely attached to any platform. Are people, do you still use Clubhouse? I deleted the app like months ago, but do people still use it? I do. People definitely use Clubhouse. I would say that even compared to that early 21 era, the golden age, as we call it, where everyone was on it. What I realized was it felt like everyone was on it because everyone from our world was on the app. Right. Now, but if I'm being objective and I look at the room sizes, I look at the amount of unique rooms created daily, the app's doing fine. It's more active than it was last January, last February. It's just that we don't open it up and see the B2B all-stars every single time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I got literally just a couple more questions for you. And then we got a special treat for everyone that's listening. So first off, what metrics matter to you from the content that you create? Like what's your North Star? What do you care about? Not even that you track, but like, what do you look forward to when you post your content? So there's two metrics. One is for myself. That's generally I'm tracking, you know, new meetings booked, just like open sales opportunities from that. And then I haven't been doing this long enough or high enough volume. It's that accurate in terms from a forecasting perspective, but also my win rates from social, what's coming from my content, what's coming from just attributing to different things. Marketing attribution, what a myth. <laughs> and then from the Dooley perspective, yeah. just because we're a product-led shop, so one thing I'm very focused on is new trial signups. Just how can we activate users into the software? That makes sense. I'm on Dooley as a marketer, but I'm also just, I was trying to go to the Chainsmokers concert partly, so... Hey, let's go. Did you get any hot sauces? No, no one, no one sends me anything, man. 
make a note. I got you, Nick. <laughs> I appreciate you. Look at that. Real connections happening live on air. All right. I got two questions for you, and then we're going to kick it off with a ding the sales rapper freestyle. First, what are your favorite resources? Could be online, could be offline that you rely on to kind of keep your brand fresh. Like, what do you like to do in your free time outside of music, outside of marketing sales? Like, let the people know. What do I do outside of my free time? Could be watch TV. Good answer. The good answer, the proper one is, so I I am a bit of a fitness enthusiast at the moment. So I've been doing following, you know, a lot of the like Larry wheels, the fitness influencers on YouTube and watching that category and genre grow. It feeds the soul as a marketer, but it also encourages me to get in the gym, exercise, eat properly, which then improves the performance at work. And the other side, honestly, this is the, the less, how do we say this? Like healthy thing that I do, but I consume a lot of social media. I watch a ton of YouTube videos. I'm always on TikTok. On Instagram, just studying on Reddit, looking to see what works, what's working with different audiences, what formats are popular right now. Web3, you know, big conversational piece. And then extrapolating from those different sources, the consumption sources. And that I found that that's what helps me create the most is just consuming. Interesting. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I actually just had a, a Shake Shack burger. So I am not on that same fitness routine that you are, but it's okay. We do consume a, probably a lot of social media between the two of us. So for sure. Was it Smoke Shack? No, I was thinking I just got kind of the one with like the cherry peppers on it. I don't know. It was delicious. And Ooh. I was starving. So it's rainy outside. So yeah. Oh, well. Oh, man. Now you got me hankering for, for <laughs> Shake Shack. All right. Last question for you before we kick it over to you. Like, What advice would you give to a marketer that's just looking to start to create their own personal brand? Start. That's it. Go out, execute, fail, iterate, get feedback, try again, continue to improve. I think people place too much emphasis on getting ready. And the secret is I don't feel ready most days. I second guess myself all the time, but I hit posts. And then sometimes I'm uncomfortable. I walk away for a little bit and I deal with it. I come back People liked it. Awesome. Great. This is something that works. People don't. No worries. Hit that little three dots, the trash can, delete the post. Try again. (laughs) And and I think that the stakes are not as high as people think they are. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's fantastic advice. Before we end the show, I want to throw it over to you because for everyone listening out there, for everyone that will listen, Ding is going to give us a freestyle, not written going to drop some knowledge. So Ding, I will pass it over to you to close out the show. We'll kick it live for a few minutes. Amazing. Nick, so this is what I like to do with this format. I usually want the host to pick the beat. So beat of your choice. Can I go all about the Benjamins? Sure can. And to make it even more custom and to prove that this is not written, it's freestyle. Nick, I want you to type words and phrases in the chat. And I'll incorporate those live into the freestyle as we go. <laughs> I love it. How's my sound? It sounds yeah. good. It sounds good. It sounds good. Look, yo, Nick, you're the man on a podcast about to rep all our brands. Yeah, so high in demand. 
Look, they bout a cop for a gram. Yo, how's this? I'd have been sitting in the palace, drinking wine, yeah, all the time from a chalice. Send it through your mail, so sublime. Shout to Alice. Hey, you can't do it without this. Yeah, you know that work is demanding. So you are social working on personal branding. Yeah. And my brand, I gotta rep it. Can't half step it. Half court shots like I'm stepping in. They going win. And they going in. You better show your friends. We going toe to toe again. All my soldiers win. Yeah. And it's deep like an ocean swim. But we at the beach. And if you don't work on your mind muscles, they atrophy. So we making content, push it out like a factory. Yeah, the comment engagement, it gets back to me. And yo, all the pipeline built, you have to see. Yeah. That's a mad solution. We need some more words for the attribution. Yeah, you know man was losing. Then I came back and I made that aggro music and it's B2B. Got my shades on, I feel like Easy e Hey, I do the sales deals with a decency. And on the pipeline built, it was the recency. And now my VP like, yo, you believe in me. Hey. <laughs> oh man, you just, you killed it. The funny thing is, I actually didn't end up hearing the beat, but I kind of liked it better because like- didn't hear the, Oh no, I don't know what was it, going on. It's all right though, because I feel like your voice came through so like perfectly that like I could connect. Like, I mean, I know the beat in my head, so mm-hmm. I was kind of like listening to it. And throw I the beat over in the background when we edit. I could- That is true. Oh man, that was good though. The mad props to you for that. All right, ding. I appreciate you coming on, man. This was fantastic. Thank you for everything. You're literally, you've been an amazing support system. So I just want to continue to say thank you to you. Of course, man. Hey, thanks for having me. It's still surreal. You know, when I started out this whole journey, you were one of the people that not only I looked up to, but when I reached out, you know, you're so supportive and genuinely trying to foster more people like us in the community. And I think that's such a powerful thing you do, man. Awesome, man. I appreciate you. One last question. Where can people go to find you? Plug anything you want to plug. Absolutely. Find me on LinkedIn, Ding Zang, D-I-N-G-Z-H-E-N-G, the sales rapper. Find me on Clubhouse. I do weekly streams, sometimes freestyles like we just did, where I rap out your bio. And yeah, Ding Raps on Instagram. If you're looking for some fun, creative content for your B2B or e-commerce service offering, hit me up. We'll do a little wrap and be a good time. Nice, man. I appreciate you coming. Thank you again. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for listening to Rep Your Brand. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you learned something new today, it'd be great if you left us a review. We'll catch you next time.